Welcome to Coming Clean with Indy Lee, a podcast series about living with passion, acting with purpose, and being fully present. I'm your host, Indy Lee. In today's episode, I interview Kwani Burnett of Beauty for Brown Skin. I cannot wait for you to listen to this podcast. I know you will be inspired as I am by her. Hi, everybody. It's Indy. Um, Welcome to the podcast. I cannot tell you how excited I am and how honored I am that I get to spend this episode with a dear friend and someone who I hold very close to my heart, Kwani Burnett. Kwani and I met, my gosh, like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, Really be, and by the way, for those of you who don't know, although I kind of feel like everybody does know who you are, you're kind of like famous now, but (laughs) Kwani has um, an Instagram account, Beauty for Brown Skin. She is an advocate for change. She is really helping to push the agenda of inclusivity, but done in in such an authentic and beautiful way um, and really working with brands to help them effectuate change on their side. Um, So for me, it's an honor that I know how busy she is. By the way, we'll go into this. She also has another full-time like career, but took time to talk with me today. So Kwani, I love you and I am so honored that you're here with me today. I love you too. Hi, everyone. Uh, Thanks for joining us in this conversation. So as Indy said, my name is Kwani and my Instagram is beauty for like the number four brown skin. And, you know, ever since I started my platform, one of the focal points that I've always preached is visual representation um, among the social platforms of beauty brands. and I also really advocate for inclusivity. And, and when I say that, you know, it's definitely important to have that same representation uh, within these companies um, in positions of influence as well. So, you know, I definitely try to attack it from all sides. And it's just something that honestly has really come naturally to me. Um, and I'm, I'm quite thankful to just have these types of conversations. Well, what's amazing is you have been really having these conversations and and proactively reaching out to brands long before what's going on right now in society with Black Lives Matter. This has been something that you set on this path to create change before people were making it top of mind. Um, And something that I appreciate, what I think was so striking for you with me, with you was you reached out to me and said, Hey, this is what I'm noticing. I'd love to see more representation on your feed. And I'm like, yes, could you help me with that? Mm -hmm. And, and we just created this friendship. And, um, I love that you're now creating a platform and people are getting to recognize who you are and why you are, and you are creating change and we are seeing changes. And I can tell you from personally, just from what you've done with me, we were having this conversation a little bit before we started to record. As a result, I have developed relationships with other influencers in the BIPOC community. And I'm proud to say that when I look at my feed, it is more inclusive. And I'm excited, this is Juani knows, when my daughter looks at my feed, she's going to see her representation there, both my daughters. Um, so, And that's something that was always important to me that we had talked about. But I love that we're seeing all brands are doing this. And you know, we talked about this, there's no straight line to getting there. Exactly. And I think so. So one thing for me, uh, you know, like, especially with the the pull up, the pull up challenge and and just other things, you know, um, 
one thing that, so, you know, I think that you can, there's ways that you can acknowledge what a brand is doing without necessarily always condoning everything that they may have done in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when all of that first came out, I mean, I won't lie, I spent a lot of time, you know, when brands were showing their, their stats, you know, and I would say, I would say, thank you, you know, thank you for being transparent, but then I would send this like separate longer message and I would say, you know, I, I implore you to, you know, look at visual representation, look at your hiring practices, look at, you know, and I kind of gave uh, kind of a general statement to these brands and, and something like you said, like there's no straight line, regardless of, of the intention behind mm-hmm. the brand, I'm still appreciative that one, brands were transparent. So that increased awareness amongst consumers who came together to support Black Lives Matter. And it became something that was bigger than than just beauty or skincare. And then three, brands were putting their money where their mouth, mouth was. And so to me, regardless of the intention, the fact that brands were making tangible donations that directly benefited me and my people that that was everything to me. And so, you know, I I I acknowledge all of that. And again, it doesn't mean that I condone, but I but I acknowledge that all of those things collectively helped black people. And for that, I mean I, I, I can I can say that I appreciate that. I, and I think the important thing for brands and I know personally for me is just it it shouldn't be contained to just this time. This mm-hmm. is, we have the opportunity to change the future. Yes. And, and create a new historical narrative, one of inclusivity. Right. Um, and, and do it in a way where we're all raising each other up. Um, mm-hmm. And in, there are a number of marginalized communities. And how are we doing that? And how are we being transparent and not afraid to ask for help? Um, as I said to Deb, it's, it, sorry, Kwani, and I'm going to go into that because Kwani did change her name. So, um, it's not Kwani's responsibility to educate me. It's my responsibility to educate myself on matters that I don't feel I know enough of. And that's not just in the Black Lives Movement. That's in any movement. You don't rely on other people to teach you. You go out there and you proactively learn and step into your uncomfortableness and have the conversations that don't feel good, but learn why they're not feeling good. And um, for me, that's what, what this, is, this has all been about, is how are we going to take that uncomfortableness and move forward to consistently create change from this point forward? And that's, you know, again, that those conversations are much too large to, to, to talk about just in one podcast. And so yeah. I think, I think one thing, um, something that I recently shared on my stories was that um, some, sometimes I think, and I'm not saying that this is the case now, but we may have to realize that right now, what we're doing is just planting the seeds. And I say that because think about, you know, we're protesting now, my grandparents were protesting in the 1960s, yep. you know what I mean? And so we we need to look at them and say, they've been doing this for you know, however many years, and they didn't necessarily see a true amount of change. And so I definitely think that right now we're just planting seeds and we, and I'm not sure when those seeds will be watered. And I'm not sure when we're going to see the actual fruits of the labor 
everyone's like, you know, well, how are we going to change? And again, there's, there's, it, there's multiple, there's multiple things that need to occur. Um, but one thing that I've been encouraging people, including myself, is I think sometimes we gotta, we have to look within, um, identifying implicit biases. Yes. That's, and, and having those, um, having those hard conversations with your loved ones and the people who are around you, because, you know, something, um, you know, the, 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 the late rapper Tupac Shakur, something he said that always stuck with me. He said, he said, you know, I, I don't need to be the person that will change the world. I just need to spark the mind of the person that will change the world. I and love so, that. And so if, you know, again, if, if you're only keeping it within yourself or you're only, you're making it very singular, you know, again, you, you have to branch out. And so you have to have those conversations again with the people that you know, so then they can have the conversations with the people that they know. Yep. And, you know, I think that that's, that's just one very, very small part of, of how change is enacted. But again, I think when people can at least acknowledge and dismantle their implicit biases um, and, and discriminations, then we can try to work on the, you know, the systemic yeah, bias no. and, and racial injustice that, that we have. I, I'm doing a tremendous amount of reading and watching and research to understand where mine are, because listen, of course, I have to, I'm, I am a, I am a consequence, I don't know what the word is, but of basically of my life, right, of my life experiences, and yeah. that starts from the point I was born to now, and all that has gone into creating who I am, and what have I seen or been a part of where maybe I wasn't the best ally, what is that, what was that about? How can I change that? When did it happen? Why did all those things that I need to look in myself that I think all of us need to look in of ourselves? Um, you know, was there a time where I crossed the street? Um, you know, for no other reason. You know, I don't. It, it know. Was, it's un, it was unconscious. You yeah. you did. You know, or the conversation that I had with my parents, and I've been having some really beautiful conversations, and I'm. I think I'm very lucky of the way I was raised. Um, and I'm very proud of the way my parents raised, but it was interesting. I was having a conversation with them and the, my mom said, I, I did you an injustice. And she said, and I didn't realize it until now. And I said, okay, well, like, what are you talking about? And she said, I always told you, don't look at somebody's skin color. Like you shouldn't judge it based on that. You need to be, and she goes, and you know what? And doing that, my intention was don't judge a book by its cover, but I did not allow you to see the hardship that, that they had had. Mm -hmm. And she said, and I'm sorry, because I didn't realize that, that there's something to that that's harmful. And I didn't realize it until now. That's, I mean, that's the beauty of it. Again, um, you know, sharing, sharing stories, experiences, that's, like you said, that's what makes up, makes up one's life. And, um, as we, as we continue, and that's one of the things I'm so appreciative of amplifying Black voices right now, because for so long, we were, we were muted, yeah. and we were, and no one, no one cared to listen to what we had to say. And so, as we're able to share our experiences, um, our, our allies and, and non-Black counterparts can really begin to understand, again, the hardships and just some of the things that we go through, like, I mean, even racial microaggressions, you know, so like, you, you know, you said, so for example, when I first came on this platform, you know, um, 
I used to always feel like my name was too ethnic, meaning I was discriminated against by, by my name. So even work, working in healthcare, when people saw my first name, they they would assume that I wasn't, you know, a doctor of physical therapy. They would assume I had a position that wasn't worthy of, of that title. And, you know, I just didn't feel comfortable sharing my real name. And so when people began to amplify Black voices, that was it came to a point where I finally felt empowered to say, you know, this is my name. My name is Kwani and, you know, I, I have a doctorate degree, but I'm, you know, I'm also from Flint, Michigan, where the water still isn't clean. And, you know, mm -hmm. all of the, you know, they make me, they make me up, but they don't necessarily define me. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, I definitely. I love I, that you changed your name, by the way. I think it's, well, as someone who changed my first name legally I, 10 years ago. I was like, wait, you changed your name. I got to change it in my contacts. <laughs> no, I, it's, again, just my name is Kwani. I just shared, I just on my platform, I just shared a nickname. That's all. So it wasn't, you know, wasn't like I was, it, I've done a full name change. I just, you know, I just, I just didn't showcase like my, my, my real name. And so. I love that now you feel comfortable to do yeah. it and not comfortable, but you feel that, that, no, I don't like that term, but you feel empowered. Power. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, and I, I'm, who am I, I am, accept me for my beautifulness and who I am, get to know who I am. And this is my name. Mm -hmm. And no. you are, I think, one of the most beautiful individuals inside and out I, that I know. And I love that we have developed a relationship and a true friendship. I truly consider you a dear friend um, that I can have the conversations with. And, and always say, like I always said, Bonnie, it's not your, your job to educate me, but Help me to learn what I might not know that I did or like, you know, how do I have more inclusivity in my feed, better representation in my feed? Um, you know, as we start to look at when our, our um, team grows, how do I employ a recruiter who's going to help me find a diverse set of candidates? Because in the past, my, I've been very blessed that people have always wanted to join my company and, you know, someone knows somebody and whatnot. And, we had this conversation before, you know, recruiting is paying recruiters very expensive and I'd rather put it into the salary of mm -hmm. the person who we're hiring or be able to hire more people or do more things. But mm -hmm. you know what? I can't walk the walk and talk the talk if I'm not going out and proactively, if I'm saying I'm an ally, then you need to be an ally. You need to realize, unfortunately, there's a cost with having a recruiter, which is fine. That's a business cost. But then you're starting to bring more, um, more voices to the table more inclusivity. You're showing up the way you want to show up as a brand and as a person. Exactly. And, you know, to, to be quite honest with you, um, it would behoove companies to, to hire, to hire black people. Um, rep representation, uh, it's, it's invaluable. It really is invaluable. And um, I have directly, I've, I've been privy to, to have an understanding of when you when you incorporate more inclusivity to whether it's a product or a campaign or what have you, that it, I mean, you know, from a business yeah. standpoint, generates more sales. And I mean, that's not, that's not the purpose of, no. of it, but you know, as a business and understanding, you know, you know, business ethics, like that's, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like no. it, it, And for know. me, how can I say that this brand is for everybody if they're not looking and seeing everybody within a feed and how can I look at product development? And if I'm not having, you know, all different skin types, a person of color, you know, 
but how do I have additional voices at the table? By having all of this diversity within an organization, you get to have very interesting and rich conversations and grow as a brand. Um, exactly. And that's what I'm looking forward to. Exactly. And, you know, to kind of backtrack a little bit, you know, I actually, I really, um, I, I, it's, it's in my bio, you know, pushing the agenda of inclusivity. Yep really do value the word inclusivity over diversity because, you know, I just want it to be something that that just becomes seamlessly transitioned into all the brands. So it's not about, you know, you hire this one brown person, right. this one black person. It's just, it's just, it should just be, it should just be in the, in, in the very core and DNA of, of who these brands are. And, and so all of that takes time, you know, yes. I, I, again, you know, um, with the pull-up challenge and people wanting aware um, accountability, you know, I think that, again, there are things that brands need to do in the short term, but I also, um, there's going to be things that are, it's going to be, to be honest. It should never stop. Yeah, it's going to be. This is, this is a, let's go forward and, and go forward hard. And, but as we do, let's go and be proactive and say what we said we're going to do and be, hold ourselves accountable to Correct. it. I can't say that this is, otherwise I'm not being transparent. I'm not being authentic. How, like, what made you go from, obviously you're, you're a doctor of physical therapy. Like you, how, how did this start? Like, sure. yeah. really so, um, so one thing that, you know, growing up, you know, I would say that my family definitely ingrained into me that I was to get a, a stable job. And so, um, you know, growing up, I, I actually wanted to be an athletic trainer, um, but I chose, I chose a, a physical therapy because it was a doctorate degree. And I told you kind of the discrimination that mm-hmm. I faced because of my name. So I was like, well, at least, you know, if I this get doctor, <laughs> doctor you're going to have to call me doctor. So, um, you know, I chose physical therapy and I chose working for the government because, again, it was, it was stability. And that was really what my family wanted for me. And so um, um, right before I started my, my blog, I actually was interning for the WNBA. Um, I thought I was living the dream. I was doing that on the side, um, but it, it, it didn't make me happy. I, what, what, what was supposed to be the best time of my life was, was actually the worst. Mm. And my skin was actually really bad. And so um, when the season ended, I, I ended my, my internship and I had like all this like free time <laughs> on my hands. And so, you know, I remember like I became a Sephora Rouge member and I spent <laughs> trying to find products that works. It's a lot of money on product. <laughs> so once I actually started to find products that worked for my skin and I would look on their social platforms, one of the, one of the blaring things that stood out to me was that I didn't see people who looked like me. And that was honestly, again, visual representation was like a true focal point of, of what my platform was. And so representation is so important because like, I need to see someone who looks like me yeah. in order to know that the product will work for me. Agreed. <laughs> you know? Exactly. That's so important. And it's not just in the social feeds, it's in the, the advertising. If you walk into Sephora and, you know, yeah. all of the pictures besides the products is, no one looks like me then I'm like uh, is, is this gonna work on it's my it's gonna skin? work for my skin absolutely you know so you know honestly just um you know I just had an idea that I that I really wanted to push visual representation and I just went with it uh, I'm so um, I'm so happy you did because as a result 
I have you in my life, which has been yeah. a true blessing. It's just funny how everything has just very yeah. organically happened. And it's just, you know, being in California, I was able to, you know, meet a lot of brands because yeah. a lot of brands are based out here or they, or they have events out here. And the more events I went to, the more people I met. And, you know, that's kind of led up to just everything now. But, um, you know, I definitely will say like, this wasn't what I thought. I mean, when I first started, so it's just something that definitely has happened very organically. And I, I'm, I'm thankful for that. So, okay. We know you have a full-time job as a doctor, right? I do. I like, okay. Plus you're, plus you've, oh, prior to Black Lives Matter, you were, like you said, pushing the agenda of inclusivity. Okay, now we have Black Lives Matter, which has really, I know, um, just amplified, given the opportunity to amplify your voice and your mission, and a lot of people are reaching out to you to help and talk to them and whatnot, and, and people have always listened to you, so now you're able to share more information. How do you find the time to take care of yourself? I definitely, you know, I definitely think that that is, and you know, it's an ever challenge. So one thing, one thing that I, I started to do was that I started to stop um, scrolling like mindlessly through Instagram, meaning, mm-hmm. uh, meaning I'm very strategic. So I'm strategic in like what I follow. I'm, I'm strategic in stories that I watch. Um, and, you know, it's definitely a balance of, you know, uh, sharing resources to sign petitions or, mm-hmm. or what? Oh, I, I know I, I've um, shared, you know, I shared your resource cause I thought it was so perfect. I'm like, okay, let's take her link. We have swipe up. Let's start sharing. Exactly. Because it, there you go. And so, you know, I, I don't have 10,000 followers yet. And so I'm actually very thankful for my brand friends with brands and, and also just my friends that have the swipe up link because they're like, listen, Kwani, whatever you want us to, to, to post, we will do it. And again, it's, it's all about reaching more people, right? It's, it's all about, um, it's all about the impact. And so, um, you know, I definitely think I've, I've, I've cut down on my time on, on Instagram and then, you know, the, the genuine friendships from people that I have made in this community, you know, they have definitely made themselves available to me and I'm really appreciative of that. So sometimes, it's 10 o'clock at night and, and I'm crying and I know that I can text a certain individual and that person will answer and, mm-hmm. and be there. So, um, you know, well, I know I've texted you late at night and I've, I I've <laughs> Mike, we're both very close with Michael Ahmed. I've texted him crying late at night with things. And that's, what's so beautiful though, about the social media. I mean, there's, it's a double-edged sword for sure. For but sure. There are some beautiful relationships as a result that I've made that I will cherish forever. Um, but I, I seriously do not know how you do it. Like I, I don't think to someone, you know, on our team, I'm like, I hope she's taking care of herself. Like, I don't want to sound like a mom, but. Well, if I, I mean, like some, like to be so, to be completely transparent. So like today, um, I went on a walk with, with a friend at AM and it was great because her, because of COVID and social distancing, I hadn't seen any of my friends. And again, I work in a hospital. So even as people were starting to regather, I, I didn't because I have a responsibility to, you know, my coworkers and my patients. Um, going on that walk today was just, it was so, it was just really nice. That'd to, be transformational for you. Yeah, um, it, was, it was really as, neat. As your 
as your um, friend, I implore you to do that more because you are such a force, but you need to take care of yourself. So there's my little mom piece. A weekly thing, but, um, but just something that was actually really nice that I did prior to, to, to getting ready for my podcast with you, I actually showered with the sleep body wash. I know that's fine, but I, but, but I had just came from the walk and it was just, um, I really, I mean, I have the distressed one in the sleep, but I really like the sleep one. Like it, it just kind of creates this, like, I mean, the shower just transforms. And then I did a few spritz of the, um, of the body oil. And then I just, I laid down. And that was like, that was everything for me. Like right, literally right before I- I'm I, so glad. Well, for those exactly. of you who are driving and listening to this, you'll have to go because we are going to put this on YouTube. You have to see, first of all, her, she's glowing. She's just gorgeous. Her, her soul shines through everything anyway. But I, when I first went, I'm like, Bonnie, you look, your skin looks fantastic. <laughs> like I didn't sleep well last night, but again, like I, I was so excited for my walk this morning. So I'm glad you're doing stuff for you. It's so yeah. important because yeah. in addition to everything that's going on right now in society, you're still a doctor. You're still out there helping others. And you're still an essential worker. You haven't been able to take a pause from this. If anything, exactly. it's it's just higher, more, and heightened. Yes, yeah, for sure. And then sure. there's that concern of how do I take care of myself? And that's why, you know, you have to take care of yourself because we both know that it does boost your immune system. So there's my little, you know, I still have to play the mama, no. mama oh. indie part. <laughs> oh. Totally. I, um, I love to write. Um, if you follow my Instagram, mm-hmm. you'll notice that more of my posts have been leaning a little bit more poetic. Yes. Um, and so that's definitely, um, that relieves a lot of stress whenever sometimes I might feel anxiety or I may feel, you know, just kind of uh, taking in some of the negativity that we see on social media. Um, it just helps me to kind of write it in such a way that that um is encouraging to other people but then it's also like a relief for me so yeah that's why it was my next question is how do you handle negativity i mean listen with everything going on everybody has a different agenda and a different way of you know creating information and sharing information differently um how do you handle it i mean you see so much positive and so much negative going on in the world right now and being so tuned in how do you how do you handle that for sure. I definitely think it's a work in progress. So to share something with you, I remember um, I had started to be a little bit more vulnerable in my stories. You know, I would some like I would sit in my my car during my lunch break and I'd mm-hmm. be. And so one one time uh, someone told someone they 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 followed me from their beauty account, but they they messaged me from a private account to let me know that that they thought that I was um, humble bragging. And I remember it like crushing me because I'm like me sharing the the opportunities that I have. I mean, these, these things are like literally life changing for me. Like that's not a humble brag. And um, I remember it it really affected me to the point where, you know, even now I don't necessarily share any good news that I may have, have, uh, you know, been able to, 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 to have within the, the beauty space. I don't even share it because I don't want people to think that about me. So, you know, I'm a very sensitive person. I, I, I just, I'm so sensitive and I take everything to heart. So, you know, one thing you, you talked about, you know, people, uh, the differences between people. I always, I've always 
had the the stance that I respected. So I was, you know, I wrote in, in the poem, you know, it's some people, some people start the fire and some people hold the space. And um, you need all of that collectively to make change. There's, I, and I said it in the poem, there's not a, there's not a, a right or wrong way, you know, um, people have every right to feel the emotions that they feel. Um, and, and I just, you know, I can only speak for me. So I just try to, you know, I just, I try to control what I can control. And so I think, um, I think respecting other people's differences or, or, or the negativity that comes, um, but then also just um, coming to a place of knowing, like, you 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 know your own heart and sometimes you can't spend your life trying to trying to prove it to other people uh, yeah well said well said <laughs> um i i completely agree and it's it's a it's a muscle that i also um have a hard time with because i am so sensitive and um i don't think people realize that i don't think people realize a lot of things like we're still a small company well uh, you to be honest <laughs> If I can just, you know, be very honest with you, I think, um, like you said, I think certain some some brand owners are very, very vocal, and I think I think I think you're very visual, but you're not necessarily very vocal. Meaning, obviously, the name of the brand is your name. Yeah. Obviously, face your your <laughs> face is is seen, but I don't necessarily think people know you and and that's kind of the beauty of, of our friendship is that i've yeah. gotten to you are outside yes. of it's and, something and that i um I, I go i vacillate sometimes i'm i am vulnerable and then sometimes i'm not and mm -hmm. it's i don't know like do people really want to see a vulnerable side to a brand founder or do they just want to see the products no, it's, I, that's a, that's a fair hard thing. And I don't know. And yet it has my name. And that's kind of why I did started mindful Monday and why I started the podcast was because I wanted people to get to know me a little bit better. And I thought this was a great way for people to. to yeah. It's more, more intimate too. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the people who want to listen in, you know, that that's your, you know, your audience. And I think that exactly. that's important. Like they can choose to do it. I'm not necessarily putting who I am in their face. Exactly. And I started to um, post on my personal Instagram. Yes, which I loved. Yeah. Thank you. And then my then it's so funny. My team's like, "Well, that's what we want on our feed." I'm like, "All right, so could we have a conversation? Like, which one am I going?" On? <laughs> oh, exactly. And it's, I, I, it's a hard thing. It is. And no, then when it, people attack. It's like it's me personally. Like people have to realize if you say something negative. I'm listening. I'm listening and I want to learn and I want to better myself and raise the brand up and do all the right things, but I'm not perfect. Um, but I will, I'm willing to take accountability and try and move forward. But I get nervous. I'm like, what do I say? When can I say things? And it's a hard thing because there are so many people who have sacrificed to be a part of this brand. Um, and I don't take that lightly at all. There are a lot of people who took a chance at investing you know, in the brand. Sure. I don't take that lightly and I never want to do something that could ever harm the brand because of something that I did or didn't do or maybe I didn't say the right way and so I'm trying to find my voice too I guess so, that's what I'm saying <laughs> so I I I want to you know um it you know you you said that you weren't perfect and I and I want to gently say you know because sometimes people People use that as an excuse where they say, oh, I'm, I'm only human. I'm not perfect. Right. And 
I think I'm I what I'm ex what I am hoping for brands and brand owners is, you know, we I don't I don't need you to be perfect. I just need you to be willing to change. And that's right. and 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 that's I think that's the beauty. Like don't you don't be perfect. Just be just be willing, right? Yep. Be willing, be accepting, be be open. Um, and willing you know. to take some steps that might not be comfortable, but mm -hmm. and 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 just do it. And what I realize is I'm not gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm not always gonna be perfect. That's gonna, but I am going to be true to my heart. I'm always gonna be open with people. I'm going to admit when I do something wrong or if I do something right, I will try to get back up and do it again. And exactly. I think that was part of my vulnerability when the when this first came out and said, you know, I can change and saying, you know, this is who I am, but I bow to do that. I've got to be a better parent. I've got to be a better, you know, ally and taking it seriously, but actually doing the work. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the work. And that's, again, social media is only one small. Tiny, tiny. Uh, There's so much behind the scenes. Behind the personally, scenes. that I, I know, I mean, we have these private conversations. I know I'm doing. So I know you've been getting more involved and looking to help brands. How, what can we do? How could you help? I mean, share some things that I, I want you to plug you. I'm basically saying, please plug yourself because I think you're a badass. And I think that your heart is so in the right place. Um, and I, I want people who are maybe driving, who may be in the beauty industry or might not be in the beauty industry, but are looking for someone to help them. How, 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 how do you see that with you? I, I don't know how else to say, but please tell people about you because I freaking love you. No, no, for sure. So, you know, I definitely have been putting it, I've been, I've been putting it out there that I, I really am considering uh, transitioning full time in, in, in the beauty skincare space. And so, um, you know, I definitely think that, you know, brands, um, you know, paying for that labor is, 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 it's vital. Um, I, before I considered, you know, making it, making it a business or, or just making it more formal, I used to give away information freely just because I truly wanted to see change. And so even for me, it's been an adjustment to, you know, I have to be a little bit more formal now. And I, and selfish. And I, and I have to understand the value that I bring. And so, you know, I, ideally, I would love to work in areas of diversity, but also consumer engagement, social media uh, for a brand full time. So, you know, I definitely think a diversity role, I feel as if, um, as far as like the future of a company, I think a lot of people would benefit from some sort of diversity role, but then it would be my hope that that role could evolve into something more permanent with the job, right? Like right. I don't think I I wouldn't want to necessarily just do diversity or inclusivity for, you know, right. career. But so I think it, I think it just has to be a natural evolving. But mm -hmm. you know, um, I think we used to have that at HBO. We had a diversity council. I was yeah, and that council, right? and so within that council, you had employees too, right? So again, it's it's about having a role, but then having a role within that diversity that's, absolutely yeah. exactly what, i mean hbo is huge but that's exactly what it is people from accounting people from creative people from all over you know hr at legal you know at tax you know and and that's what made it up and then looking at supplier diversity and making sure are we supporting women-owned businesses are we 
exactly. Minority-owned businesses, and that was just a part of a function. It was just a part of someone's job that they exactly. kind of gotten involved with. But I think right now we're at a place where we have to make some changes now. Change. You can't say you're going to do it and then not do it. We've got to make the changes. And so I think right now having someone like yourself go in and help and talk with people so they have a better understanding of what that really looks like and really means is so important. So yeah, you that external. So that's so, so what a, a lot of people in the pull-up challenge, they, they said in their next steps is that they were in cre creating internal diversity councils, mm -hmm. or what have you. And so I think it's definitely important to have in, internal change. But then again, uh, where I see myself is kind of this external role uh for 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 brands um and, and having a little bit of more uh objectivity yes um due to the things that that need to be done it could be harder time. on people that way too yeah and ta tailoring it too specifically yeah. absolutely to i love it i love it i implore anybody who's listening to please check out kwani's instagram it is it is a wealth of information and read the highlights, see what she's posting. She has so much information in a non-judgmental way, but really helping to, to move this inclusivity agenda forward, um, which is, has been what she's been passionate about for as long as I've known you for now, the past year and a half, right? And well, probably your entire life, but since I've known you, you've been doing that. But I always ask three questions. And then I, then I want you to tell everybody how they can find you, besides me saying it over and over, beauty for brown skin, the four, number four. <laughs> I might be your publicist soon. Um, so my big three questions are, what is your current, like, what are you currently passionate about? Whew, I am passionate in Black voices being heard, and I'm passionate about seeing the dismantling of, of, of racism and, and racial injustices. Um, I remember I was at a point where I, I was struggling to keep the two things separate, right? Like I was more so focusing on the inequities that existed within the beauty space. But I think that it's okay. These are, these are intersections of, of us all. And so being able to combine all of those things and because I'm at the end of the day, I'm one person. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I see it from the side of, of the inequities of the beauty space and then and having black voices be heard. But then I'm looking at it in the the greater the greater grand scheme scheme of things. Um, you know, I, I really want to see change as a black person. I, I have a black brother. I fear for him. You know, it, mm -hmm. I don't want to drive at night like that. There's a fear that if he gets pulled over, he might not make it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm really. I'm, I'm, I'm just passionate about people. I think people really want to be seen, heard, and, and acknowledged or, or, or recognized. And, and so- does, and we just haven't allowed it as a society. Mm -hmm. So I'm really passionate about amplifying. First, I, I have to perfect storytelling of myself. And then I want to be able to um, have, a, have a, a say in the storytelling of, of, of their Black voices. So that's- mm -hmm. That's kind of where we're amazing. What's so then I'm sure it's very related about what's giving you purpose. I think it's probably that is what's giving you purpose. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but 
working. I, again, I worked my whole life. I, I spent, you know, eight, seven years in school. I did a residency, so that's eight years. Um, I had some struggles along the way um, as far as getting into PT school and, and completing it. And, uh, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't have, you know, a lot of money, resources. So, like, I was one of the only students that, like, worked multiple part-time jobs in addition to school full-time. And, you know, I didn't always do it right. And, and so it's like I'm happy to have the position I'm in. But I do recognize that, you know, I, I'm not sure that I necessarily did it out of happiness. I did it, again, again because I wanted stability and security for myself and my family. So I think within this beauty space, um, I've found purpose because it's literally all of this has come so naturally. Like I, I don't, I don't pitch to people. I don't, I mean, I, every, I mean, just everything has just happened in such a way that, I mean, you, you can't leave it up to nothing but purpose. Like this has, this, yeah. all of this has to mean something for me, right? Like, I, well, you know, so different, but somewhat similar in that I became an accountant because my mom said I need to be a doctor or a lawyer, or a teacher, or an accountant. Don't like blood. Didn't think I had the patience to be a teacher and definitely can't argue. So I was like, okay, I'm good at numbers. I'll be an accountant. But it wasn't what I loved. I wasn't right. passionate about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm passionate about educating and empowering. I feel purpose in what I do every day. So I, yeah. I completely under, I, it makes, I mean, that's why I asked the questions, the three Ps, the purpose, the passion. So yeah. then the, the third one is, what do you practice in order to stay fully present or more present? Um, I am practicing, I am practicing being, being present. And so when I say that, um, there was an opportunity I had a really, really long time ago and it, it fell through. And I remember that I really ruminated on it for a really long time. Um, and so, and then even just a few months ago, I was so anxious about what was going to happen, you know, as far as me and being able to, to work with, with brands. And so now I, I really am taking it day by day and, and each, each uh, engaging conversation, each phone call, each, you know, uh, email, DM, I try to take it take it in as it as it comes that day um, instead of worrying about what's going to happen next so you know i i've it's a it's a process i'm you know i'm journaling a lot more i mean i love to but but i i i try to i make it separate so like if i'm writing more poetic captions but then just you know like i have i have my journal right here next to me but i mean i just write i just write what i feel so uh like when i got back from my walk this morning I wrote, I just wrote what I felt at that, at that moment. And so that, that definitely helps me to, to just stay present. That's, that's a, people don't realize that's a form of meditation is journaling. So um, I think that's, it's one that I don't practice, but I, I go, I fall off the bandwagon. Like I get on and I get off. I'm really good at meditation, but journaling. Yeah. But I feel like gardening is like a form of meditation for you. Oh, I'm. I mean, Kwani, you should see what's in my greenhouse. I've got purple cauliflower, several different types of peppers. I don't even know how many different types of cucumbers, kale. Um, I mean, I just went berserk. I've got snappy. It's just because I'm home. 
I wasn't home, you know, I was traveling so much and this, I am finding there are tremendous amounts of silver linings from this pandemic. Um, And I'm trying to focus on those because I do know that focusing on positive brings more positive. And the big positive is I'm back in the greenhouse and I'm seeing and connecting with those, you know, quote unquote roots again. I'm with, you know, I, I have an older dog who I absolutely adore and she's been sick and I'm home with her. You know, I'm home with my kids. Like, yeah, that's big. yeah I, I have to tell you, I, I didn't, that was such an incredible blessing to have that time with them that like, especially Jacob who came home from college that I never expected to have, but I don't know that I enjoyed being Samaya's third grade help, teacher helper. Parents. Yeah. I think parents, that was like the one thing they weren't anticipating. No, it's not a strength for me. <laughs> Yeah. I do not understand common core math. So. And then the new way that they're teaching division and uh, it's, yeah. Oh, please. I was like, I don't know. Take a calculator out. I don't know. Exactly. So, I, it's the same. Bonnie, I thank you so much for giving me this gift of your time. And no problem. I, I mean, I love you, Andy. And um, again, uh, just being, it's it's therapeutic to, to talk and, and to share my voice and to hopefully even if it just encourages one person. Yep. Well, I think you are both the space and the spark. I I really appreciate that. I really do. So again, I'm going to include it in the show notes. It's beauty for the number four brown skin. Um, And I really hope that this comes, there's another part two to this because I think there's still a lot to discuss. And um, I welcome you. I told you when this first started, I know you did. I said, do you want to get on and take over Mindful Monday? Are there things, what can I do to amplify everything you're saying? And the offer is always open. Thank you. Love you. Love you too. I will talk to you later. Okay. Well, I'm sure by now you can understand why I am obsessed with Kwani and everything that she does. I truly... um, I, I ask you to check out what she's up to and again at Beauty for the number four brown skin. She is just an incredible resource and an incredible soul. Again, hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and of course leave a review. And as always, if there are other ideas for contents or guests that you would like to hear on the show, please email me at comingclean at indylee.com. Again, comingclean at indylee.com. Have a great day, guys.